0: yo what's going on another day in the life that's right that's right dre and des podcast what's going on man
1: hey man you know how it is? slow motion you know just trying to trying to make it in this crazy country of our country of ours <laughs> Uh, we we tend to keep it pretty sports focused on here, but you know we're doing this recording the day after the first presidential debate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All man. I want to say is regardless of what side you are on your political affili- party affiliation, how did we get here? <laughs> My gosh, man! Either way, I mean, God Almighty!
0: Yeah, oh. it's uh it's it's a mess. It's a mess. But you know, on one hand, uh, you know. President Trump brought back Big Ten football, so you know that's, oh, yeah. that's, a, yeah. that's a, it's 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 great.
1: Yeah. You know, and hey, hey, you know, like they were in the, they're doing that in the state of Ohio, and essentially, you know, that only really matters for all Buckeye fans because they have a chance to actually win a championship. So, you know, hey, I I brought that Big Ten football. Don't I did it. that. You know what I did. You know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Look, oh my god um uh, but it, Um. it's just it. it it's a- incredible the times that we are in and um uh, november should be interesting shipping interesting for sure and like i said we're, we're sports focused but you know i'll be you know remiss if i didn't at least bring that up you know especially the time the day we're recording which is a night afterwards so um i guess
0: we'll see um just uh get out and vote. that's all I'll say. get out and vote with, or mail in you know, let your, mail your vote in, but yeah, let your board you know in. you know I, I think
1: yeah, uh we, we'll just see it there but uh Des, how about you uh you lay off the spread for this
0: podcast, this episode yeah, so we so we posed a question on Instagram on what topics we would like uh our listeners and our fans and friends to uh to cover. So our first question came from Nico Deluca. Shout out to Nick, Um oh. His question was: How many yards would Drake go for with Dez covering him? Hmm. Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. Oh. Uh, so that is the the question. Um, I will let you uh, kick it off. Uh, I'll say you know. So let, let's oh, let's lay the ground rules. So. Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback. We're gonna assume it's an NFL game. Okay. Uh, anywhere from call it sixty-five snaps. Um, and then you know, like I said, you can go from there.
1: I I, I say something like you know like six catches for, you know, arts. And the reason I put that out there is because, uh, for the listeners who do not, have not seen me, and does in person. So i i i have this by maybe a quarter of an inch in height and definitely about forty to fifty pounds in weight at least so but he absolutely has me in quickness and speed um this night and close um so the best case scenario especially question- and I will say so I have Pat Holmes for probably the Kansas City office you know. <laughs> I can schematically have a better chance to have an advantage in short yard situations in which I'm able to shoot, use my body, my the girth of my body against this, and, you know, win some of those slant routes, maybe some flares in the end zone or something, uh, uh, not flares, fades in the end zone. There's like little stuff like that, in which, you know, I don't have to have a very big advantage in terms of uh, steps. It's more or less, you know, kind of getting, you know, off the line of scrimmage and use my girth essentially to go based on the way Jimmy Graham scores in today's NFL of being slow as molasses, but size, I think that's the best the best way I could be successful. But anything even medium route to have pretty locked up. Yeah, um I I
0: I I would be under the assumption that we are going to be be playing man to man coverage like all day. Uh-huh. Um so with that being said, I would give you probably one catch for like five yards. Like I'm, I'm not playing any games, any games out here. Okay, you know what? Where I'm, you know I'm know playing, what playing press done, man right? coverage from start to from the first snap to the last snap. Okay, okay. So
1: this, okay, you know what Nico has done right? You know what? Since we've done this, what we have to do for our listeners? You know what? We're going to ha- actually have to record us going Best Out of 10 and put it up on our page. I think that's the that's next step here.
0: Because actually a, w- a wonderful opportunity for that is I had a recent trip down to Alabama and you requested that I pick you up a shirt, which I came through for you yeah. and I bought you a shirt. So you got to come get the shirt or, or the shirt needs to be delivered. Let's yeah. put it that way. And I'm not paying seven dollars to ship it to you. Okay. So we'll 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 figure that out. But um, but yeah, that that can definitely be a a, a thing that happens. Yeah. Definitely.
1: I, I, since since we've done that, we this we put that out there, and we're definitely on different sides of the spectrum. <laughs> I think it's only right if we like we we actually do this and put this up for our fans who've requested this, right? You know, they they want a simulation in our thoughts. Now we got to give them the real thing. Now. Yeah that that was a question. It was one sided, and Nico didn't ask all the way around because honestly, you're way in the advantage for that, you know? Um, but you know, we'll do both sides just for the hell of it. So what else do we have?
0: So the second question is from, uh, Devin Jaquay. Uh, his question was breakout NFL players this year. Who do we think will be, uh, breakout players, uh, this year? He mentioned, uh, Calvin Ridley, like last year, you know, as far as like someone like that who was gonna, you know, come on the scene and and uh, you know, kind of tear it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I, I, well, go ahead. I was gonna say, go ahead.
1: So, I'm gonna let you go first in terms of, um, um wow. And and by the way, as we were, as we record this episode, game one of NBA Finals just tipped off, and here owned to eight to three league. Um uh, And we're going to actually give our predictions tonight as well. Who's going to win the series? But um. Anyway, uh, like w- answering that question. Anytime I answer that question, what I want listeners to take into account is you have to think about young players who are in a situation which they're going to play a lot, either due to injuries or just opportunities in order depth chart. You know, schematically, you know, you know how they're going to be used or anticipated to be used, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, are they going to get a lot of targets? So I could say someone like. TJ Hawkinson, but the problem is that the Lions aren't known for being heavy, t- uh, using heavy tight ends, a lot of heavy tight end usage in their passing game, right? So mm-hmm. that's the tough part. Um, on the other hand, you could look at a team like, you know, Kansas City, in which they utilize everyone in their offense. Anybody, any young player that goes to Kansas City, like Clyde Edward, uh, Allaire, and I, mm-hmm. I'll say it could have been him. It could have been easily DeAndre Swift, you know, or any other running back that went to go Kansas City. I would easily put them as a breakout player because they're going to get plenty of targets, right? And they have any kind of talent, their offensive coordinator, uh, you know, or play caller Andy Reid or Bellamy, is gonna figure out a way to utilize their talents. So that that's like that's what you need to take into account when you're trying
0: to figure out who those players are. Yeah. Um I I agree. It it definitely, a lot of, I mean, situation is everything, you know, because you look at, uh, like you mentioned, like a guy you mentioned, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He is in a great situation uh, in Kansas City. And, you know, I mean, you've got guys opt out. You have guys injured. You know, they let Shady McCoy walk, who ended up uh, with Tampa Bay. Um, You know, you could switch him and DeAndre Swift. Like, I think if Swift goes there, I think he's just as successful um, yeah. I, I think Edwards hilaire is a bit more talented, but, you know, essentially you're, you're it's a guy who, who I think would have essentially just as much success, um, but it, but instead he's here in Detroit, which, you know, he ends up with almost the opposite. You know, we had uh, carry on who was going to be the, you know, quote-unquote feature back, but that, you know, and then we also signed Adrian Peterson. So it's just like, you know, now he goes from, a place to where he's probably the number two guy to where now he's the number three guy based on how AP has been playing. Mm. Um, so the, the guy that I would point to from the jump would be, um, would be Jonathan Taylor, you know, and in, in Indianapolis. I think Indy likes to run the ball. Their starter, Marlon Mack got injured. So he's going to get plenty of opportunities. And I, I think it'll end up a situation where, you know, as a guy who came in kind of for depth, but, you know the uh, starter goes down, and and I can see in the next, you know, the next year, Marlon Mack or uh, Marlon Mack essentially being a disposable piece and a guy that they're not going to have to pay because Jonathan Taylor comes in and and you know plays well and successful and is efficient. So that would be my probably top pick, my go to guy. What about uh, what about you? I'm
1: going DK. I'm going DK Metcalf. Um, I I think he now he started to. To play better, kind of burst from the scene last year, but I think he takes an additional step and becomes an actual star this mm-hmm. year. Um, uh, he he was one of those guys where and this is before I believe we started the podcast that we were worried that he was going to be a you know uh, what's what we call workout warrior. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the underwear, what's the underwear Olympics? We called underwear it? Olympics. Yes, he sir. NFL Combine, which he had just freakish. You know, he, he's a big kid, no six four. Two thirty-five receiver at Ole Miss. Uh, he never quite had gaudy stats, and no. for the production awards. And necessarily, greatly, he had a incredible physical tools. And then he went to the combine and blew it out the water, right? Uh, but he was known as being very raw in terms of his technique, and he had a long way learning curve. People thought it, he may be actually a project. And if I'm not mistaken, did he falls to the third round.
0: He was. Uh, he was. If he wasn't end of the first, he was early second. Okay. But well, anyway, you know, like, the point is that he failed. Like, when his combine numbers came
1: out, people thought he may be a top-ten pick. Like, that's that's how much he blew up. But my point for picking him is that he's in a great situation with Seattle. You know, over the years, Seattle has lost their go-to guys. Besides Tyler, uh, you know, uh, 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 what, what's the guy? Um, gosh.
0: I can see it's well, very, you used to have Doug, Doug Baldwin. Baldwin. Is, he's
1: gone now. Yeah, yeah, Doug Baldwin is gone, you know, uh, no no more than I mean, Grant I was years ago. Like, he, to me, has become, besides Tyler Lockett, the main target up in the pass game on the offense due to his size and versatility. And Russell Wilson is playing some of the best football this year. Uh, it's silly. Games, zero picks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, and I think he has. he's in a great situation in which when – to see us want to take that deep shot, they like to run the football and do some play action when, when they want to take those deep shots down the field, opportunities like that. So, I'm picking DK, DK Metcalf.
0: Yeah, my uh, next guy I would go to would be Hunter Renfro, uh, with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. He's he's a guy that number one, uh, has terrorized my team enough, uh, with Alabama. Uh, He played at Clemson. He actually had the game-winning touchdown catch against Alabama. Uh, Man, this is three years ago now, I think three or four years ago. But um, super talented guy, and he's one of those guys that was not highly touted coming out of college. Um, Not very big, not very imposing. I mean, if you saw him, you probably think he was like the athletic trainer or like an equipment manager. Like, he doesn't look, you know, overly athletic, but on the football field, he, he does have some explosion, but... He's just such a precise and extremely skilled route runner that, um, you know, I, I think he's going to have a really big year this year. I think he had a he had a decent year last year, about 600 yards receiving, but uh, I believe Oakland's number one receiver, Tyrell Williams, is injured right now. Um, they've been trying to – they've been getting Darren Waller, their tight end, the ball a lot, which he is a, 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 another guy who's extremely talented, but I think – Waller's a guy that you can you can double team him because you know like he's that dangerous. Whereas I think Renfro will get a lot of one on one matchups, and I think he'll I think he'll do well, and I think he'll have a pretty big year for uh, for Las Vegas. Yeah, no, I can for sure, for sure. Uh, so let's uh let's talk a little bit about the the Lakers and the and the Heat. Um, the the Heat were one of my sleeper teams. Uh, I can say with certainty I did not think that they were going to make the finals but I, I did think that they were a dangerous team in the east Um but uh with LA I think we I think we were we were we were cheated a little bit but then we weren't because you know you gotta you gotta beat the teams that you're you know that you play against because I think everybody wanted to see Lakers Clippers in the Western Conference finals but Denver earned it they got there so uh we got Lakers in, in Miami so who uh, who you who you taking and in how many games too I want I want I need a number. Oh
1: oh I I went with uh, uh Lakers and five five Lakers, and five. Lakers and five and the reason why I say that is that uh I think and for one let me let me be very very clear. Uh, i respect the Miami Heat very much so, um, you know I, I think they are a great story. I don't think it's just some magical run. I think they have a gr- they have be the best one of the best cultures in the nba uh every player who has came there and left talks about how serious of a culture pat riley has installed there like they have a workout plan like it's more typical nba you know culture like they have workout plans nutritional plans like weigh-ins like they pat riley has it pretty strict down there right Mm -hmm. there's an expectation of excellence no matter what caliber of player, if you're LeBron James, the top of the league coming there, or you're a rookie, right? They have an expectation to play hard, to play as a team, and to win, right? If not, he has no problem getting rid of you or he wouldn't have brought you there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you see, everybody that goes there becomes a better player, everybody. And even in the years when they didn't have the talent, once LeBron left, they never were bad. They always kind of hung around the playoffs, during the end of D-Wade's D- career, uh, if not made the playoffs and got, you know, an early exit, um, you know, but they, they've always been a great, great culture, part of the reason why LeBron was. Uh, but anyway, they come full circle and they had a great run. They actually up 10 points halfway through the first quarter. But I think when, it, when you get to this stage, there's an old sport saying that cream rises to the top. And I think at the end of the day, the Lakers have the two best players in the world. And more importantly, to me the best wow, twenty three to ten. It's not looking good so good for me. But um yeah, that they have the best player in the world, LeBron James is on the mission. And I think um they're going to I think the Lakers are not gonna play any games. They're going to uh assert themselves in this series and uh knock Miami out of there. We
0: do. Not I, looking good so far. I think but. uh I, I, am hard pressed to think that Miami would only win one game in the series. Like when you're telling me that, you know, there's no home court advantage um, and just the the scrappiness of Miami. Uh, I I heard a comparison earlier today um, that it basically said, you know, can a team beat two guys? And Mm. they really actually went back to the, the 2004 Detroit Pistons. Yeah. where they talked about, you know, Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace, Rip Hamilton, Tayshaun Prince, yeah, you know, going up against, against the Lakers and Shaq and Kobe, yeah. you know, and they were like, you know, I think Shaq went for something like 26-10 and 10, that series, and Kobe yeah. went for like 23 a game. Yeah, but Kobe the Pistons Kobe. had, you know, the Pistons had Chauncey went for, I think, 21-22 a game. You know, uh, Rip went for about the same, 22-23 a game. Yeah. you know uh uh Tayshaun, sixteen Ben was like a, a ten and ten and twelve guy or eight so, so, so,
1: Ben was the, the one of yeah the, what was at that time you know the one of the more fear presence inside you know nothing just interesting that people use that o four pistons comparison for a while I was kind of hesitant to use that. Because I always like no, this Heat team is not as good as that the Pistons team. But I think that's my Pistons. I was thinking about it. that's part of my Pistons bias coming out because like I view that Pistons team at a higher. I put them on a higher pedestal than probably other people do in terms of their talent. Because to me, like that's a that's the time in my life where I fell in love with basketball. You know what I'm saying? Because they they were dominating the East and won a championship too, but. Um, You know, so I was like, man, Toss is one of the best point guards in the league. I thought Rip was under, you know, I thought he was, you know, a really good two-guard. Like, he's under. I thought thought we had stars, but because the way those guys play, they weren't like these ISO players like Kobe and AI and, you know, T-Mac that they were always undervalued. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, no, they, they are really good. They're not no average dudes playing great ball. No, these guys individually are some studs. They just play together. So, like, well, I, like, she, like, if you ask people about, like, ask KG about she, ask Chris Webber about she, you, when you hear those guys talk about Rasheed, it's like, he was a dog.
0: And, but they they also were talking about a different Rasheed, though, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were they were talking about Portland Rashid. Yeah, who was yeah. a lot younger. Yeah, yeah. And not that he was, like, uh, over the hill or anything like that, but, you know, he was older. Yeah, yeah. You know, he wasn't as athletic. True. um. But honestly, what I would say is is it's pretty – I think there's a lot of similarities because when you look at Chauncey Billups, like, I mean, he was a guy that, yeah, the Pistons went after, but he, he wasn't as if he was a highly coveted guy at that point. And, I'm, and, I'm, and, and, and at no point am I trying to, you know, to, to bash Chauncey Billups because he was a great leader, great point guard. Um, but like I said, it wasn't like it was, you know, Gordon Hayward, who was, you know, the top free agent or anything like that. Um, and same with really all those guys, you know, Ben Wallace was kind of a journeyman. I think he was with, uh, was it Orlando before he got to, or the Wizards. I think he was with the Wizards before, you know, he came to Detroit. Um, you know, so a lot of those guys really were, you know, if they weren't journeymen, it, it, it just, they weren't highly, you know, sought after guys. It was just like, it, they fit perfectly together, Yeah, which I, I I kind of feel like there's a lot of similarities with, the Miami heat. Cause you look at Jamison Crowder, who's been on, I, has he been on six NBA teams? You know, I know he, he's, he, he's, he's spent a, a lot of time. He's been learn. a journeyman. Yeah. You know what? He's played a
1: lot of, he's played a lot of playoff basketball too. You know, he played, mm-hmm. you know, a few, you know, deep playoff runs with the Celtics, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think he played with the Cavs for a little bit. Uh, he did. You know, yep. so like he, you know, and then Iggy. And that's, that is underrated about the Heat's team. Like they have some, Battle tested guys, veterans on this team. That's with yep. young, talented guys like you know uh, Bam and uh, Tyler Hero, but you know guys like Jimmy Butler, you know Jamison Crowder, uh, Iggy a Finals MVP,
0: like mm-hmm. they, you know played played a lot of uh, of finals, a Finals basketball. Yeah, and really, I mean, and even though I think he's a superstar, would you categorize Jimmy as a as a journeyman? Uh. I, I mean, I, I, I truly don't know. Like, I, I would probably Ooh. say no just because of his status, but he's been a lot of different places. No doubt. Um, Yes, yeah, so, I mean, the thing, the thing about uh Jimmy
1: is that, and he has such an extraordinary story. I mean, this is a guy who went to JUCO right after high school, didn't have a lot of people looking at him outside of, uh high, you know, high school, goes to Marquette, you know, and is essentially an energy guy and slowly works himself into being able to score the basketball, goes to the NBA. I think he was like the 26th. He wasn't a lottery pick. Uh, goes to the NBA and then, you know, is essentially known for an injury guy again, playing defense and slowly makes turns himself into a, a scorer and basically a two way star. I mean, and, you know, it, it took a while, you know, before he was even averaging 20 points and then, you know, had his time with the Bulls, goes to Minnesota, ha- takes him to the playoffs. You know, and it goes to Philly and then like, everywhere he's gone to, especially after Chicago, he's elevated the team. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. It turns up as good as he is. You know, he's one of the best two way play. When you think about the two way players in NBA, you think about typically first guys called Ka- Kawhi. Right. And then yep. after Kawhi, for a while, it was Paul George. But mm-hmm. and then, thirdly, Jimmy Butler, maybe. depending on who you're asking, right? But now, yep. like, Jimmy has always been to me top five to a player in the league. And, but you know what I'm saying? He never had, like, that, that star pop, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah, he's an interesting case. He's an interesting case because even though he's like the guy on your team, it's not like he was ever averaging 27, 28 points a game. He was always around, like,
0: 21, 22. You feel me? Yep. Well, if he so if he was top five for you before, has this run elevated him for you? No,
1: no. I, I think not at no. all. No, because the way I view, it, I don't think he's elevated his game. I think he's just continuing to be who he is. But he is now,
0: in, in which he, he's just in a better fit to me. Because so you wouldn't, so changed. you wouldn't elevate him. I and I'm going to throw him out because you mentioned him. You wouldn't, you wouldn't put him over Paul George right now. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm 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 not saying he's the be- Jimmy Butler's the best two way player. No, 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 no.
1: no. Yes, well, I'll take him with Paul George. I'm taking Jimmy
0: because Jimmy is, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm taking Jimmy. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm taking Jimmy. I'm taking Jimmy. And then you say like, well, it's not that. I guess the best way I can answer without sound like I'm backtracking is that if anything, Paul George has diminished in my eyes more than Jimmy has elevated. Um, like Jimmy, it's not like he's care. in terms of scoring, like these historical performances of 45, 50 points, you know what I'm saying? He's just continuing to be who he is, a dog, a grinder, you know, some games he'll get you 17, but locks down the other guy and has the key moments with, you know, those 17 points. It's only 17 points, but the shots that he hits are so big, right? Uh, there's sometimes you'll have 30, but he's all, he hasn't like changed from that. Um, and now I think he's in a situation where he's playing with guys who are also dogs in a culture that is perfect for him. So no, I don't think he's elevating his play. He's just in a better situation. That's how I look at it. And I, I I, even, I, I'm
0: to me, I'm hard to pressed to say he's not elevating his play. I look, like I, the, how I, look at it. I
1: look at, a guy like
0: Iguodala, right? Let me give you. I think Iguodala was
1: an all star in Philly mm-hmm. after Allen Iverson left. If you look at his stats. He probably like the most he have averaged in his career is probably around eighteen, nineteen, maybe twenty, but he was known for being a good two way player. Now he never won anything in Philly. Then he Denver. Denver becomes a playoff team. Um, and I think they lose to the Warriors his last year there. He goes to the Warriors and essentially becomes their sixth man. He doesn't decline in his play. He doesn't elevate. He stays the same. His game is the exact same. But his role changed, and he's in a better fit, yet he won more. So my point is that like sometimes just because a guy is having a better team success doesn't mean that he has elevated his play when he's already a good player. You know what but, I'm saying? Like
0: yeah, yeah but i like
1: it's performances that matter.
0: But here's where I'll push back a lot on that is is Iggy went to, you know, I mean the Splash Brothers, two all-star players.
1: You know, so he,
0: he went to a great team. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler went to a pretty good team. But who who else is like Jimmy Butler is the best player on that on that team. Now, if you want to argue on Bam, I'm not going to, you know, we that's our a, 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 argument we can have. Like, I'm not going to, you know, die on the sword. But nonetheless, like Jimmy went to a team that was just good. And then, you know what I mean, has helped elevate that team. So, yes, yeah. the fit is better. But also on top of the fit better, I feel like he elevated other guys. Like I don't feel like Iggy made Steph better or Clay better. I think he, you know, defensively like he he was really good. But I I, I just I would push back on that because I think Jimmy, you know, went I think Jimmy elevated the Miami Heat. Cause last year they were what, a four not even a forty one team. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me they're in the NBA finals. You know, with with and and look at the guys he's 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 brought with him. Like, okay, Bam, call Bam an all star. Let's move him out of the equation. Who okay. else is there? You know well, what I mean? Like,
1: wasn't there last year? Ducker rock year at least wasn't playing away, playing as much as he's playing now. Right. I mean, there are definitely there's there's different. I mean, Icky wasn't there last year. There are some different a lot of guys. Well, but let's team
0: be team, let's be frank. Icky's not the reason that they're in the finals. You know no, what I mean? No, like, he's he's the just point a guy. That, like,
1: Compared to last year, their rotation is totally different. The guys mm-hmm. who are contributing are a lot different than last year. Besides Gordon Dragic, I mean, they, they, they. I mean, Bam was there, but like he's he's emerged this year, in particular in the in the playoffs. So it's like,
0: but you I, think about, but I think about you know a guy like Carl Anthony Towns. Like I, I guess for me, Jimmy somehow has gotten the bad rap of like it's you know oh he's this guy or he's that guy and blah blah blah, which I'm no. like. Number one, any of the teams that, it, and I'm, and I'm not saying this is you, but I'm, I'm just saying I've heard that. But any, 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 and every team that he's been on, outside of Chicago, those teams haven't made the playoffs since Jimmy's left. Mm-hmm. Like Minnesota hasn't made it to, uh, since since Jimmy's left. I think the Sixers did; they made it like this, you know, this past year. But it, I, I just, I, I look at it where I, I just feel like, and maybe it's because I like Jimmy Butler and I want this to be true. But I feel like he's helped the development of really all those guys. Like I feel that's like he's helped in the development of Bam. I think he's helped that's with the development of Duncan Robinson, in, and Tyler Hero. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah. and that's why I, like, and I think that's why I don't like Carl Anthony Towns. Uh yeah. Wiggins is in that in that 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 bucket to me too. I'm I'm yeah. when it comes to basketball, I'm old school. Like if you're not willing to work, and especially if you're not willing to dig in on the defensive end. We can't, we can't, we can't be friends. You can't sit yeah, by me yeah. at the lunch table. You just can't do it.
1: Yeah, and that's why, like you know, it'd be interesting to see what you know. We're not talking about this now, but what Cap Minnesota does for Cat because you know that you know he's a talented kid, and I feel so bad for him. I mean, he you know he had a he's had a rough year, you know, losing his mother uh to COVID, but uh um, and that's that's rough. You know, he's a young guy, but happened to us. so I feel bad for him, but um, you know, on a, on a court, you know. He, he's one of those classic examples. You know, Bam, I'll never forget. So, both him and Bam came from Kentucky. Yep. Different classes. But the difference was, Cat, I'm not sure if they won a national title that year or not. They may have won a national title. I think they did. But anyway, Cat coming out of Kentucky, he was, like, highly, highly touted. Like, he was like, okay, this kid's next. You've seen Anthony Davis come from Kentucky dominate this kid's next right yep but when bam's at kentucky he was like a high recruit but he was no more than as an energy guy block shots rebound right mm-hmm. um, but nowhere near like a franchise player no one thought that at all about bam um but yet when jimmy got that initial bad rep from minnesota because like luckily he did he turned off and you know, hurt the feelings of you know some of the teammates. Man, like, he was going,
0: damn, yelling at the GM.
1: What if he did with Bam? Right? You know, so it's like, that it's, that is kind of, if anything, it kind of makes you think about Cat in a way. Like, dude, if Bam has flourished with this guy, so what happened to you? You know?
0: Yeah, and I and I don't want to. Well, number one, I don't want to paint Cat in that light solely on the year or so that he had with Jimmy. But two, like, dude, that, I mean. Minnesota somehow has just been bad ever since he's been there. Like, they haven't been a good team since he's been there. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Like, everything's not on you. But when you're supposed to be a dominant big man, number one pick, like you've got to do a little more than just, you know, like, um, you know. I I just, I don't know. I I feel like for Cat, it's not a – I don't feel like he comes out to dominate like night in and night out. And I think he's skilled enough to do that. And that's I guess that's my issue is if if you don't have the skill to do it to where it's like, eh, like, dude, you're, you're like your ceiling is is 18 and nine. Then, OK, cool. Like, look but but, you know, fight like how to get to your ceiling. I feel like his ceiling is like 30 and 30, 15 and, and five a night. Like, that's yeah, what I feel hammer. like his ceiling is. But, yeah. you know, you don't you don't get that production and you don't get the wins and you don't get. The dominance, like okay, well, what do I have then? Like, what yeah. am I? Why, why are you a max player, like no if, if if nothing else? No doubt. So, did you ever actually say who you thought was winning the series? I don't think you actually said it. I did not. Um, you know what? I'm I'm going to. I know. Don't be, don't don't be. I, listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a hot take guy. But what I will say is the the team that I thought could be dangerous coming out of the East. Was in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I bet against them, like you know. So I, I, the team, the team aspect, the team ball can win. I am going to go go seven. Um, I'm I am gonna pick the Heat. I think that you when you're putting so much on two guys, and LeBron can handle it, hundred percent, no problem. He's a dog when he's locked in. Like Finals, LeBron is it all of it. I, my concern is AD and and the crew, you know. I I I just, you know, you need KCP. And we talked about it before you in the last it, folks. <laughs> That's been You healthcare. heard you, you you talked about it in the la, in the in in the last uh, series of, you know, for the Lakers, they need. You know, eight or nine three pointers. They need, you know, KCP or, or whoever it is. They need the three pointers to go down. And I just don't know. KCP's never been here. Uh, Marcus Morris has never been here. Uh, you know, Kuzma's never been. Here. Literally, none of the guys have been here outside of Rondo and LeBron. I might be missing somebody. Uh, yeah, I think my, Dwight Howard has been guy. to the to the my finals at, in, in in Orlando. Huh? And Miami, Miami only. Uh,
1: so that's two guys. But Miami only has one guy, Nikki.
0: But, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm not expecting. I don't need Jimmy Butler to go and get me 30 or 40 every night. Mm. Like I need Jimmy Butler to to give me it 20, 22, maybe 25 on a good night mm. and play some good defense. You know, yeah. If you want to give me, you know, a couple games of 40, I'm gonna take them all day. Mm. But I don't. I don't need. I don't need Jimmy to to. I guess the thing is, I don't need Jimmy or anyone else on Miami to do what LeBron has to do. And it, it's not that LeBron can't do it. I know he can, but though, none of those guys have to shoulder such a big weight that LeBron does. Yeah, he's and when you bright. depend on that. Mm. He is but when you depend on and it's and, and it's not him but when you depend on one or two guys to have monster nights every single night like that's it's hard and especially for a guy like AD and and maybe the bubble is is good for him because he's never been under you know what I mean the 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 bright lights of the finals um you know and 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 I I feel like I'm like taking a shot at him, but it's just experience. Like it's not that I think AD's a coward or anything like that. you know, but I I felt like I was kind of getting on him, like like man, AD. No, it's just literally he just hasn't been here before. All
1: you said that I I I understand, and it's definitely viable. But at the end of the day, the best player in the world is with the Lakers. The 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 most battle-tested guy in the world is with the Lakers, both winning and losing, and he's also locked in. Um, and I, I just, I, I can't bet against that guy. Nothing. That's understandable. From getting that
0: fourth championship. Nothing. And we can. Nothing. Yeah. No. And, and, and if you say, I'm not going to you know go crazy about it, but, um, but yeah, I, I just, we'll, we, we will see. I, I think it all comes down to AD and the crew. If they play well, I think it'll be fine. I think LeBron's going to play well, no matter what, like he's going to average 30, 10 and, and, and 10. In the series, like that, I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the other guys that I that I have concerns about. You, so you know, the effect
1: that LeBron is having or with this Lakers team is that this Lakers team is not as talented as you know. I don't think they're as talented as the Heat teams. Uh, just just this dude just pure star power. You know, maybe I'm not talking about role players. That could be debated. Uh, well, maybe yeah, not, yeah no, it's the Cavs. I mean, like. This Lakers eh. team is solid. They, they got some solid guys, but they don't have. They have a lot more role players than they do well-known guys. They really do.
0: Um, well, they they traded them all to get Anthony Davis. I understand, <laughs> <laughs> I understand
1: that. I understand. Like that. That, that that's why. They traded that's the why. <laughs> to get Davis. I understand that. I'm just saying. You know, the, the effect I'm seeing with this Lakers team is almost. It, it's. It reminds me of the. Jordan and Kobe kind of would talk about in which you could see the imprint of a guy. And you, on a small scale, you said Jimmy Butler, same way on the Heat. You know, you can see the imprint of the Sacred team is LeBron, right? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and I, I just think when that is happening, when your role players are fully following the leader, like, uh, like, and want to come through for him and are on the same mental wavelength he is, and the leader is playing well and locked in, that's a very, very hard team to. Four times, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, that's um, true.
1: Yeah, and, and that that's why I can't get LeBron in them. I, I, they're going to, you know, the Heat. They play hard. They're going to scrap. I'm 100 percent with you. I think they deserve to be here. I don't think they're just this cute they story do. that you know any other year they could have made it. I, I think the way this Heat team is built, that there's a chance they could have made it even in a normal player format. They deserve to be here. Eric Volz is yeah. also one of the best coaches in the league. He really is. Um, I just think yep. that the Lakers have they they have the it's their time, you know. what I'm saying it's their time, and they've been yeah. locked in to their credit. You know, the Clippers had a better team on paper. The Lakers have been locked in from the beginning of the season.
0: You know, like they really have been. They have been. Yeah. Um, well, they they earned a number one seed. They earned like the they team. came out in the West and, and ran away with it. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, they've definitely been locked in. the The only thing I will say is for the Lakers. Uh, you know, uh, and, and it, it, the crazy thing is, is you don't even need the whole team to go cold. If one if KCP goes cold, like I'm, I'm not saying the Lakers are going to lose if KCP goes, you know, one for eight or nine, but there it, it turns it into a very different game. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and same with LeBron, if, if LeBron goes cold from, from three on the jump shot, uh, I feel like the older he's gotten, he's, he's. He's loved the the three-pointer a little more. Yeah. Uh, it, it probably he makes lit. sense because he, he's he's better. Well, I think he's better at it now oh, than yeah, he sure. was, you know, when he was younger. But um, but but that that makes a difference. You know what I mean? Like when you're a team that uh, he's a big drive and kick guy, obviously he'll drive and finish. But drive and kick for Kuzma and KCP and, you know, uh, Danny Green, uh, who I, I feel like is locked in as the Lakers are overall. Like he's been off. He's been off. And I, I think, I just think if there's, you know, if Danny Green and KCP are off in the same game or, you know, the three's not falling for LeBron, I, I just think Miami could give him some trouble. I, Absolutely. I, I
1: think. You know what? The, the key guy for the Lakers is not Bron. It's not like AD. It's it's Rondo. Um, Rondo,
0: yes. the, minute he came, oh my God. the
1: minute he came back, he elevated the Lakers because the problem with the Lakers was they were almost too LeBron-dependent. In terms of him, running not even short. almost. They were, yeah, hundred percent. They were, and it's made them so so much more dangerous because now LeBron can play off the ball. Rondo, to me, honestly, you really think Ronald's had a very very interesting career? You know, like like it's been very interesting. I mean, he was the most underrated player on those Celtics teams. He really was. Um, but he's always been underrated. He's never been like a great scorer, uh, but he has incredible vision and a very, very smart player. So smart, um, like his IQ may be the closest to LeBron. Like he's up there. Like this basketball, pure IQ, understanding the game, right, and how to dictate the game, right, um, and make guys better. Um, so yeah, and, yeah, I just I can't go against the Lakers, but we'll see. Uh, we'll do we'll, a we'll recap of Game One tomorrow, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there.
0: Sounds good, man. Another uh, episode in the books, Dre and Des Podcast. Please, please, please go check us out on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, give us a review. If you do so, uh, we will uh, we'll we'll send you a T-shirt of, of the team of your liking.
1: Yeah, and, uh,
0: and 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 then Dre's always committed, already committed to giving whoever you are a hug as well. So, yep. uh, right. hugs and a t-shirt. I mean, that what else could you want? Absolutely, what else could and, you want?
1: Wow, taller hero, my gosh! And by the way, uh, just want to remind people we will have to add, do some answer to this. Uh, I said I'll get. Six receptions for 50 yards, and dad said one reception for five. (laughs) So, yeah, I just want to, I want that to be known. I want this to be replayed when that video comes out there. So, one reception for five yards. My goodness.
0: And we, and we also have to, we got to find a quarterback too. So, maybe we'll, we'll put the word out on Instagram as well. Like, we need a, we need a QB to, uh, to throw some interceptions to me because, uh, Dre, you, you, I'm going to have more catches than you, and I'm playing corner. Oh gosh! Oh, I'm okay. that, I'm that guy. I'm Jalen Ramsey right now. I'm Jalen Ramsey. His confidence, people, is on all
1: time high. But that that's good. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, 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 what's it? Uh, I forgot the term. But um, um forget it. Anyway, Dash out. We out. Peace. We out. Peace.